my thought this morning as I was praying. I'm like, am I a good son? You know, am I a good son to God? Am I, am I acting like a good son? Am I, because I'm, I'm all thinking about this, my relationship with God. You know, what, what is that walking with God? What is this, our, this personal relationship, this being in tune with God? I'm trying to get to that point where you are just naturally just including him in what you're doing, including him in your day. Yeah, this is where I'm headed. It's what I'm doing. He's part of what you're doing. I mean, that's the base part of our serving God. It's right. just to love him. And when you love him, you're going to want to form that deeper relationship with right. him. You're going to want to hear his voice. You're going to want to spend time with him. You're going to pursue him. I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church. And this is the Way to Go podcast. And we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. And we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn along with Mark Hostetler, both from Eagleville Bible Church. And I was praying this morning. I was just thinking about, well, we always think about God. And you and I have this question sometimes, hey, where, where's God in this or God in that? Angels show up to me, whatever it is. And uh, did God answer this prayer, not answer this prayer? How are we praying? Yes, he did answer this prayer, not this prayer, so on and so forth. You know, but it's always an evaluation of God. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Where are you at, Lord? Right. And where, how can we com- become part of what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah, but then I started thinking about, yeah, but what about you as a son? You know, what, forget about how God is as a the heavenly father, what about you as the earthly son? Mm. Because you have a role too, you know, are you worried about God? Or are you thinking about him? So then I started, I was praying a little bit, you know, about praying for, Hey God, I hope that, you know, you're honored. And I hope that uh, people learn to trust you and stuff like that. You know, the things that would benefit him. So that was my, my thought for this podcast. It's just, how are we doing as children of God? Now we know that everyone can become a child of God through faith. Cause it says in John 1 12, yet to all who did receive him to those who believe in his name, he gave the right, right. Permission yeah. to become the children of God to anyone who's willing to receive him. He'll receive any who believe in him. And that's, I do love that about Christianity. Christianity is not one of those things that I'm going to set 20,000 different things that you have to do mm-hmm. in order to to get to heaven. Christianity is based on, no, God's saying, I'm only asking you to, you to do one thing. I'm asking you to start off with belief, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so, that's where faith is, right? right? I mean, that's faith is believing in that which you don't see, hoping for that which you long for, right? I'm, I'm getting that wrong. Um, Hebrews 11.1, no. yeah, pretty much that's yeah. it. It's a hopeful expectation of of what you don't see right now that you don't have. Yeah, right they're now. they're yeah. pretty parallel, you yeah. know, in a lot of ways, corollary for sure. But they're you're looking at faith as just a trust and it's a belief mm-hmm. and that Jesus Christ is God's son, that Jesus Christ died on the cross, that he rose again on the third day. So if I believe in Jesus Christ, then I'm a child of God. So for me, my dad started to get his life right with the Lord when I was just a kid. And and I say that meaning he went to church as a kid. He strayed away from church. So he, he hadn't been going. And so I was born on one, two, three, four, five. We don't go to church. Like yeah. every Sunday morning, there was no church. I mean, you just, you woke up. I remember my dad, he'd be reading the newspaper, smoking cigarettes, uh, drinking coffee. That was Sunday morning in my house. And I distinctly remember waking up as a child, wandering out into the kitchen, 
seeing my dad at the table, seeing the haze of the cigarette smoke, yeah. seeing him with his coffee in his hand. Mm-hmm. That was that was how Sunday mornings rolled. Yeah. So when he started to, he decided that for whatever reason that he wanted to go back to church. So there was some type of calling in him, some type of driving him, some type of tugging in him. And he, he wanted to go to church, so he took his family. So at that point, he had myself and my twin and my younger brother, Mike, and my mom, and we would all go. And it was one of those churches where after the you know third line of the last hymn, we let you go for junior church, and there would just be this herd of kids mm-hmm. running down the aisle and going to class. And they so I, I'm hearing stuff I never heard about before. Like I'm hearing there's this – guy named Jesus and he died on the cross for your sins and you can go to heaven. And, and I was just pondering, you know, all these things. And I would see it. Like, I remember seeing a picture of Jesus, not that it was the, the Jesus, but you know what I'm saying? There's right. some picture yeah. on the wall to represent him. And, and I remember I was all by myself one day and I was just thinking about it. You know, I was thinking about, well, if you want to go to heaven, you got to believe in Jesus Christ. And it was really that simple. I was just a boy. There's no one around me. I didn't have parents, you know, pushing me or anyone pushing me to do it. I just put my faith in Jesus Christ. It was yeah. just that, that simple. That's a powerful testimony, man. What were you five? You said five, five I think. Yeah. Yeah. Five or six. Wow. Yeah. I was just, awesome. a, I was just a little kid, but to me, it was like a clear light came on in my brain. It was like, I'm thinking about it. I'm by myself. I'm playing out in the front yard and it just dawned on me that, okay, if you want to go to heaven, the bridge is Christ. Like he, he's the way to get there. You need to believe in him. Did you feel that excitement? Did you feel excited when you did it? um, I I think I knew that my life would change and I stopped calling my brother a pig. (laughs) Like that was like the big thing, but I wondered about it because I I never had one of those big, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I never had one of those, you know, at five, you know, the five-year-old drug runner, you know, turns his life over to the Lord. But I just, yeah, I I thought about it. I thought about it my whole life. I was, well, I was 10. I, I, 10 or 10 years old when I gave my life to Christ at the first, right. you know, when we first left the Amish and I can remember running around our house being so excited about it. Right. I just felt like, man, life is going to be great now. Right. You know? Right. And you know, I, I think that's what Jesus does for us. Yeah. You know? I think it was just the, I think to me it was just clearly, I saw something there, mm-hmm. you know, there was clearly something in front of me that I could see yeah. and I prayed. Mm-hmm. Like that was the thing. Like I just, I just prayed. That's great. And then uh, it says in Ephesians one, four and five, for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. He predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ. And one of the things that the Bible teaches that all of us really are the children of God. Like there's a real deal thing in heaven that happens where God's like, no, you're, you're, I'm adopting you into my family. Now, sometimes we do that with people unofficially, right? You know, we kind of adopt them in as part of our family because mm-hmm. we love them a lot. And, you know, we become surrogate parents or grandparents or however it is, and they become like like family to us, right? Well, like brothers I, yeah, and sisters and absolutely. so on and so forth. And and we have that feeling, and, and I love that that feeling, that sense that, yeah, God's officially adopted me, that I, I truly am part of that family. Yeah, you started by that's off by saying that all of us are children of God, and I just want to clarify that no, all of us start who believe outside Exactly. Right. All of us start outside of the family of God. You're not actually in the family of God until you place your faith and trust right. in the Jesus Christ. Well, I'm glad Christ. to clarify and, that. I'm not I was talking about yeah. believers. Mm-hmm. All who believe are adopted as God's Absolutely. children. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's a great privilege. I mean, First John 3, it says, See what sort of love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called his children. Right. I mean, he grafts us into that family, and it's just an awesome, awesome thing to know that I'm a child of God. 
right. to know that forever I'm, I'm going to get heaven, right. eternal life forever. You right. know? But I, I would like to move on to like the responsibility part of it because to me then it's, it's living that out, I think is the way that I would like to challenge myself because what does it look like to be a good kid? And to me, to be a, a kid to my parents would mean, well, you know, you love your parents and you honor your parents. I mean, that's one of the commandments in the Bible that, you know, because sometimes, you know, our whole focus is on what are they like as parents as opposed to, well, what am I like as a kid? And even as an adult child, you know, do I contact my mom? Do I show her love? Do I tell her I appreciate her? Do I, you know, where, where am I at as a son? Am I, am I a crummy son? son? Am I a good son? I, I think those are fair questions to ask. And I think it's certainly a fair question to ask uh, about my relationship with God. And when it comes to loving God, Deuteronomy 6, 5, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Yeah. And this is the top commandment in the Bible. We're supposed to love God. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the base part of our serving God is right. just to love him. And when you love him, you're going to want to form that deeper relationship with right. him. You're going to want to hear his voice. You're going to want to spend time with him. You're going to pursue him. You right. know, you're going to be passionate for Jesus Christ and all that represents Jesus. I mean, I think that's, uh, you know, when I'm thinking about being a good child, uh, I'm thinking about the honor aspect of it, where I want to I want to honor his reputation, well, his name. I'll, his... I'll challenge one one thing. I, I don't know if I would use the word passionate, even though it's a good word. For I think it'd be unrelatable to some people because I'm not passionate about any relationship that I have. I'm interested. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I would turn, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't use like passion. I'm like I'm not saying I have a passion for my friends. I'm interested in my friends. I think that's a, that's the difference for me. I think there is zeal. You know what I'm saying? Not that okay. it's a wrong word, but I'm saying in, in a general concept for a person who's listening, like, well, I don't know if I can have a passion for God. We're not we're not talking about passion because that's a word that can get confused with a lot of different things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I would say to me, I think it means I'm interested in you. If I love you, Mark, I'm, I'm interested in you. I'm interested in what you got going on. Sure. I'm interested in your family. I'm interested in what you've got to say. Mm -hmm. That's it's it to me. We, I think too many times we take our relationship with God and we make it this ethereal thing. This out there is something different than every other relationship where, why should I treat it? Why should I think about my relationship with God as any differently? He didn't use a different word other than love. I'm supposed to love my wife. I'm supposed to love God. It's the same word. It's not a different word, right? Okay. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so love them. So I look at this. Well, how do I treat people that I love? I talk to them. I communicate. I, my mom, she texts me every day. I, I don't always text her back. I try to text her back. And sometimes I'll say, Hey mom, I got this going on, or this is going on today, or this happened today or whatever. And I'll try to communicate with her a little bit as a son. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I would never say I'm passionate about my mom. I wouldn't say you, I'm going to bill be passionate about your mother. I'd be like, mm, no, but I'm interested in my mom, but I love my mom. Do you know, you know what sure. I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't always equate those two. I'm like, no, but I'm interested in her and I do love it's her. It's a good perspective. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I mean, With my brothers, like I love my brothers. I'm not passionate about my brothers, but I love my brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I love them. I'm, I'm interested in my friends. Like I'm interested in, in their lives. I'm interested in talking to them. I guess for me, there is a difference um, when you're talking about your relationship with God and your relationship with people. There's a big difference. When you say stuff like love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your strength, mind, and strength, every part of your being 
that's that's speaking passion to me like when i think about that right. that's like a passionate like take up your cross follow me that's a passionate thing that's a full of zeal full of energy full of passion now should you have energy and like your wife your spouse right. absolutely right. pursue them right you know, be pure in your right. relationship with them prioritize them absolutely right. i get that god's going to come I at just a different level i don't want to think of our relationship with God as something different than our relationship with other people. Because I think that loving God is one of the most intangible things that I've ever been asked to do. <laughs> You're exactly right. Yeah. Because I don't see him like I do my friends. Mm -hmm. Therefore, mm -hmm. I don't want to look at it in some different way. I understand the difference, love him with all your heart and be wholehearted and be obedient wholeheartedly, love God wholeheartedly. Let's just get to talking to God. Yeah, sure. Let's just get to, instead of like, hey, guys, listen, you need to be a runner. You need to be a marathon runner. Everyone in the brother is going to be like, what? Well, I can't do it. Never mind. Yeah, Right. right. I can't do that. Never mind. Yeah. Listen, we're not talking about stuff mm -hmm. you can't do. Mm -mm. We're talking about God doesn't ask us to do stuff we can't do. This, to me, the people that I am closest to, I share things with. And what I would like to suggest is that we don't even do that with God. That we are not always yeah. sharing what we're concerned about. We're not really mm -hmm. sharing what we're worried about. We're not coming and, and vocalizing something in prayer that's bothering us. We might tend to go to a friend. We might tend to text a parent uh, or somebody else, which is fine. And, and we should do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And that's normal and we should do it. But when it comes to God, why would I not share it with him? Why doesn't he want to hear about my life? That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if I'm a good son to God, then I'm going to tell God about my life. And that's what I appreciate that about my kids. Mm -hmm. If my kids invite me along, if my kids want to spend time with me, mm -hmm. that to me means the world. I'm not even thinking about that. Well, hey, and I want to do that wholeheartedly and do that with all your mind strength. I'm just glad if they want to spend time with me. Do you know what Ab I'm saying? Absolutely. Because in general, just yeah. love, I'm just happy with that. I think God's going to be plenty happy if we just want to come worship him in church on a Sunday, spend an hour there doing that. If, if we just want to, if I, if I see my daughter once a week, I'm happy, right? If she texts me, if she says, Hey, this happened to me today, or Hey dad, what would you do if you were in this situation? Or if they share something that's on their heart or their mind, that's what I want. You know, I want that mm -hmm. open communication. I was shoveling the driveway with my son the other day and we were side by side doing it and I appreciated him helping. But I, I think it was honestly, it was just that side by side. And even though his back was hurting, he wasn't going to let me do it alone. He was going to go out there and he was going to share that load. I think mm -hmm. that's being a son. You know, that be, God, what do you want done here? You know, how yeah. can I help you? Instead of always, hey, God, help me, help me, help me. Right. Why can't we think, but what can I do for you? Yeah. What can I do to bring honor to your name? Like, what can I do? That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can I can remember being a child wanting to wanting to do things my dad did. You know, he played guitar. I wanted to do that. Right. He hunts. I I wanted to hunt. He fishes. I wanted to hunt or fish. I wanted to do whatever he's doing. Right. You know, I wanted to just spend that time with him. And I think I, I appreciate what you're saying there because I, I can definitely relate to that. Right. You know, where all I want to do is, God, where are you up to? What's What are you? Right. Well, here's that word again. What are you passionate about, God? Right. Where he says that in the Bible, he says, you you clothed me when I didn't have clothes. Right. You visited me when I, when I needed somebody to visit me. You know, he... 
there are certain things that he lays out that show you what he is interested in, that right. show you what his desires are. Right. Well, God, I want to be a part of that. I want right. to do right. that. And, you know? and that's what I'm talking about because I remember a speaker one time, he came, uh, we were at a big Christian music festival, so they'd have speakers and I took the youth group and I'd get them up and we'd hear certain ones during the day. I'm like, hey, you have to be in the morning one, then I'll give you free time, then we'll be at the evening one and, and so on and so forth. So this guy... He said, you know, he's heard a phrase so many times in his life, give your life to God, give your life to God. He goes, it's an absolutely meaningless statement. He said, what does that even mean? Hmm. He said, most people, they'll, they'll run up here. He goes, they'll run up front. I'm giving my life to God. They'll walk away and be totally unsuccessful because they have no idea what it even means. Because it's okay. so broad, it's so big that they don't get it. He said, here's, Jesus said, take up your cross daily. Mm -hmm. It's just all you need to worry about is, God, what do you want me to do today? Instead of worried about, I'm giving you my whole life, why don't you just ask God, what peace do you want today? What do you want me to do today? And that's giving your life to God. It's just that daily, daily coming to God and say, what do you want me to do today? That's what it means. Okay. It doesn't yeah. mean this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing I think with God too, you know, we're talking about loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. I, that to me is a general statement, which is the top command. I understand that. But, but what does that mean? Yeah. You know, what does that mean for me being a son of God to, to really love God? What does that mean? And what I'm suggesting is that this is not complicated. This is just like I would show love to my mom by talking to her, and I would show love to my wife by talking to her, and I would show love to my kids and my friends by communicating with them and sharing the things that I'm seeing. I would talk to God. It's not complicated. Like, talking to God is not complicated. No, it's All not. it is is just, hey, God, uh, I had this problem. I want to talk to you about it. Could you give me guidance? Could you help this person? Uh, So-and-so sick. Lord, could you help them? We pray in Jesus' name, amen. This is not rocket science stuff. God does not give us things that we can't do. He doesn't say, hey, listen, after you sailed over the ocean, you climbed the highest mountain, <laughs> you're going to find a temple there, then you can talk to me. Mm -mm. No, not at all. It's because Everything Christianity what, is very simple. Because of what Jesus right. did for us, we have access to God anytime. Right. I mean, we have access. Uh, but if, if you not, don't give him time, how are you giving him love? If God gets no time in your life, you don't even sit down and pick up a Bible. Mm -hmm. You don't even say a prayer in a day. You don't even take five minutes to pray to him. Where is it? Yeah. You know, come on. I mean, the people, I'm telling there is no doubt the people that I'm close to hear from me. I see you every day. There's other people I don't see every day, but I text them every day or frequently. They right. are clearly, who's Bill closest to? Look at my cell phone and you'll know. Mm -hmm. who's he texting right that's going to be who i'm at this moment at least in life those are the people i'm going to be closest to are the people that i'm communicating with if i'm close to god i'm going to be communicating with god i think too you want to desire your parents best and i think the lord's prayer spells it out well god i want your name to be set apart as special god i want your kingdom to come i want your will to be done that's the lord's prayer is the most famous prayer in the bible yep. and and it starts out with god man your name be hallowed your will be done. Yeah. Your kingdom come. How often do we pray for God's stuff in the world? God, That's just right. you, I want you to be honored, God. That's right. Not just about, God, hey, give me this. I want this for Christmas. Just, no, God, you. And then I think, too, when you honor your parents by helping them out. When my daughter calls me up one day and she says, hey, Dad, I'm at Chipotle. What do you want? I know I've done my job as a parent. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There it is. I'm like, wow, my child has actually grown up to the point where she's not just consuming and asking for something. Right. She's asking what she can give me. Mm -hmm. That, to me, when I look at that, I'm like, wow. 
you know what I'm saying? Because you raise these kids, part of growing up is, what can I do for you? Yeah, absolutely. This I is mean, the challenge for me anyway. This is my thought this morning as I was praying. I'm like, am I a good son? You know, am I a good son to God? Am I am I acting like a good son? Am I because I'm I'm all thinking about this, my relationship with God. And you and I have talked a lot about this off, you know, way before this show mm-hmm. and in the past weeks. You know, what what is that walking with God? What is this our this personal relationship, this being in tune with God? I'm trying to get to that point where you are just naturally just including him in what you're doing, including him in your day. God, this is where I'm headed. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm doing. He's part of what you're doing. Not like, okay, I, you know, I compartmentalize you and you're here in this little moment, but just, you know, you're part of my day. He's in everything. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's a, it's a thousand decisions a day to make him part of it. Right. It's a thousand decisions to say, you know what? I don't know what to do in this set list right. as I make a set list for December 13th or right. December 20th right. or the CR. God, could you help me here? Right. I don't know who's going to be a part of that. I don't know who's going to be sitting in that congregation. Right. Who am I? Right. You know, though. Right. And as I make these small decisions, this song that right. I choose for this day could potentially change somebody's eternal destiny. Right. It could potentially bring healing to somebody's heart. Right. It could potentially, you see what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I, that's, well, yeah, because you want the I, spirit's guidance to know what, what to say. Same as I do when I'm speaking. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, wh- how do I need to say sometimes like, uh, my wife wasn't keen on my Thanksgiving Eve talk. So I told her, I prayed about it and I truly felt that was what I needed to say. Mm-hmm. Other people write, and they say, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. Isn't that something? And that's why God and we give, put it. Yeah, we that's give why I was Lord there. praise for that. Yeah. Right, because it's not about what what do I want to say per se. It's just about, okay, this is, the, this is what I feel led at this point, now, that this is what needs to be said today. I want to just clarify, though, we're talking about pastoral stuff here. This, I, this goes beyond pastoral stuff. This is, right. hey— I want to spend time with my wife. How can I serve her best? Lord, right. help me to understand how to best serve her. You right. know, driving down a road, you come up on an accident, praying for them as you drive by. You know, practical things like that. This isn't just pastoral stuff. This is every day. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I right. want Him involved in my life. I want to be involved in what He's up to. Right. Well, the next, yeah, and then the next show we'll talk about that providence. Actually, the next episode that's going to come up, and just how God leads providentially, and how we have to accept some of those things, like the. Mm-hmm. Hold up on the, not hold up, but you know, you encounter somebody with a flat tire. What do I do? And uh, you encounter somebody you didn't expect to encounter, right? You give them a little bit of time, you know, that that's all part of God, mm-hmm. too. We appreciate you tuning in. I uh, hope this has been helpful to you and a good challenge to you as well. Uh, have a great and a blessed week. <laughs>